0: Street Epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Hey,
1: what's
0: up? How you doing? Good. You got time for an interview?
1: What's up, brother?
0: Do you have time for an interview? Sure. Okay. You want some water?
1: Uh, sure.
0: I got ice water here. get you a cold one.
1: For sure.
0: Yeah. How far I mean, did you run?
1: Uh, maybe three miles.
0: Three miles? Yeah. That's good. You run the whole way? Not the whole way, half the way, man. So I think the... Which half? Like, do you walk for a quarter of it, run half so of let it? Let me show you around
1: here where I run. I don't know the names. I've been coming out here for a while, so I don't know the names. Uh, Banshee Trail.
0: Skip to the two-minute, 53-second mark if you want to get right to the discussion.
1: Um, then I go Vista Loop all the way around, and I get back, man, on here, and
0: I come. Okay. Yeah. Do you always go the same path?
1: Yeah, well, so, yeah, sometimes I like to switch it up, but for the most part, man, I keep it, uh, you know, pretty, pretty consistent.
0: Well, sure. I guess, you know, if you know the trail really well, then you could, um, maybe go faster? Like, you know, this is the point where I need to slow down, or this is where I can speed up. Yeah, 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 I like to
1: do that, yeah. Like, slow down and then just take off. Yeah. It feels good, man. That's good.
0: Um, I don't know if I've... Have you seen me out here before? No. No, you haven't? Okay, I've been here quite a bit. But I'm practicing, I'm practicing this thing called street epistemology. Yeah. And it's a way of taking a claim that you think is true. So, like, you think ghosts are real, or you think... That so and so is the best political candidate, or so and so is the worst, or, right. you, or you think uh, God is real or karma is real, anything like that. And I like to set a timer mm-hmm. just for a short amount of time and ask questions to see how you could be so sure. What steps did you use to get to a high degree of confidence that it's true? Right. Do you want to do a little interview? Sure, man. Can okay. we go this Can we face this way to be in mm-hmm. the, the shade? What's your first name? Uh, Peter. I'm Anthony. Peter, nice to meet you, Anthony. Very nice to meet here. you too, man. Um, are you okay to record it? No, that's cool. Okay, at the end of the talk, if if you if you don't want me to use it, just let me know. Yeah. Um, I have a second camera that I want to stick up there mm-hmm. to point down at me. Cool. So if you don't mind, I'm gonna do just do my thing, bro. Do my thing. Yes, sir. That's How much ma- here to do, right? That, do well, think? kind of. Yeah, I've yeah, actually yeah. I've actually been out here for like I don't know maybe an hour and a half two hours. Hmm and for those I've had a couple of interviews but nothing really nothing really of interest it's actually better when somebody picks a topic that they think it's so true they behave differently mm-hmm. because they're so sure that it's true
1: yeah 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 pretty- you know what i mean mm-hmm.
0: like everything happens for a reason karma god your stance on some political view or whatever consciousness anything and i like to like i said i like to ask questions to figure yeah. out how you could be so sure yeah did anything sort of jump in your mind as like a topic that we can talk about for a few minutes? And I'll ask questions. I'm not gonna um, argue with you about no, it. Or anything.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to maybe um um Consciousness is what animates our body.
0: Consciousness is what animates our body.
1: So we are more than our body.
0: We're more than our body.
1: More than the mind. Hmm the force behind the mind.
0: Okay, that sounds interesting. Can consciousness exist outside of the human body?
1: Yes, consciousness is in everything.
0: There's a rock right behind you. Is consciousness in that? Yes. Okay.
1: Everything is alive. What may seem like, so like if you look at a molecule, you know, if you look at the rock's uh, composition, it's actually vibrating hmm it looks solid to us but actually deep down a deep level it's a uh, super like uh, flickering almost the vibration it's at a certain frequency that's why it looks like it's solid to us we're at a different frequency that's why we're fluid we can move and stuff like that
0: okay what is your definition of the word alive alive yeah if something is alive what does that word mean what does it mean yeah to you like I'm really curious what your definition right, of that right, word right, is. Right, yeah. If it's if it's similar to what we might find in, in a dictionary, or if it's actually different.
1: It's uh, it's alive. I mean, it's uh, it's um, it's moving. It's evolving. It's 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 alive. It's uh, it's got it's it's got a consciousness.
0: In your view, if if an object has the ability to move and vibrate, it meets the definition of alive.
1: Not necessarily. The only thing that makes it alive is the is that it moves. Um, it's a de- it's a deeper level, and, and it, words we can only explain that with words to a certain extent, and then after that we're at a at a loss for words, where we can't. Our minds can't comprehend it. It's deeper than like even our minds, because we're only like here, say, mm. and then the deepness is like or.
0: depending on how you
1: look at it. So my way of looking at anything as alive is it's full of consciousness. It's full of... uh, um, It it moves. It vibrates. It's it's alive. And that's the only
0: way I can put it. It's Hmm. alive. I have a feeling we could probably spend all four minutes just talking about what you mean by that word. Are you saying that... We have a lot of kids coming, so it's going to get noisy here. That's okay. Um, Yeah good good uh. actually sometimes a break like this could could actually help us figure out where we're going with this talk too yeah but it sounds like what you're saying is that this hypothesis that you have mm-hmm. that everything is alive transcends our ability to even describe it like it's, it's so complicated we, we we would actually have a hard time describing what we're saying
1: yes yes or so simple and because we make things things so complicated we can't comprehend it. Because we try to understand it with our minds, we can't just sit mm-hmm. and feel it. And really, like dogs, like dogs and cats and animals and, and trees, you just kind of sit there and you feel something mm. that you can't understand, but it's there if you, if you allow yourself to become still with it, to get on the level of the dog.
0: Mm. You know? So like that rock over there, are, right. you, are you telling me like you could just sit here and, and stare at that rock and then something would actually, there's something actually going on?
1: Not necessarily Stare at it But maybe just sit on it You know
0: mm-hmm.
1: Maybe just Come here and Kind of just sit on it
0: mm-hmm.
1: Be with it Sit here for maybe like A couple minutes Maybe Maybe 30 Maybe two, yeah. Whatever it takes Yeah And just sit here And just Feel Feel it And then get on Kind of try to match the frequency So you feel it Hmm And, it, and, it, and then you realize Everything is Part of Each other Everything is together. Like this rock is a part of the ground, and the ground is a part of where we came. And so, yeah. And that—that's how I try. That's how I feel it.
0: Do you—do you actually have to be interacting with an object like you are right now, where you're physically sitting on it or touching at it, touching it or looking at it or something?
1: Not necessarily. Hmm. Not necessarily. So you could just let it come into your, come into your. You know, kind of, kind of get you, your consciousness. What animates you is the same consciousness that animates this, but it's just at a different frequency. So it's manifesting as a different thing. So it's like you let your consciousness merge with the rock's consciousness.
0: Hmm.
1: The energy, your, hmm. the vibe, you know. And then after, Hi.
0: yeah.
1: And you and you, you and you know, and it looks like it's dead to the to the eye. Mm-hmm. It's like the other day, when I was looking at, out of my window, and I, I don't have my polarized glasses, and I have window tint, and I look at my, out of my window,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, and then I put on my polarized glasses, and I look out the window, and it's a rainbow. It's invisible. like And, and I have to have almost my shades of mm. my stillness to feel the rock. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, as I have to have my, my polarized glasses to see the rainbow in my window tint, you know, because it's polarized.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I understand what you're, what you're saying. What I'm curious yes. is, how are you actually concluding that this is real and true?
1: It's felt more than understood.
0: Could you be feeling something and coming to a conclusion that it's really true and it not really be true?
1: Well, it's like when you feel love, mm-hmm. you can't see it, but you know that it's true for you. So maybe we make our own reality. Maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's true for me. Maybe I, you know, for you, it may not, or for any, maybe, maybe for me, you Hmm. know, three years ago, it may not be true.
0: Let's say I said, you know, I've really heard what you said. Yes. And I, I, I'm attempting to interact with the rock and and think that it's alive and that it has consciousness and all this stuff. And uh, it's my feeling that that's actually not the case a completely different hypothesis than you but we're both using feelings yes to arrive at different conclusions do you think feelings are the best way to figure out that this hypothesis that you have is actually real and true in reality
1: feelings themselves
0: do you follow me like if if i'm using feelings and i'm like no that's just not happening and you're using feelings and you're like Yes, absolutely. I'm interacting with this rock and I can feel the consciousness and all this stuff. If we're both using feelings, yes. but coming to completely and contradictory conclusions, we got more kids coming.
1: Yes, that's awesome. That's okay. What,
0: what does that say about feelings for coming to... Well,
1: emotions are just emotions. You, you can try to understand something through emotions and that's how I do it, but it's not the only way. You have to really... Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a mind object, a feeling, I mean... Well, I, have, I have another question for you. You know, and I, and, I, and, I, and I'm still trying to explain it to myself. Yeah, but it's something that that is a uh, that I feel. You know, so so I've heard, and, and I. Uh, the kids
0: are standing on your rock. <laughs> <laughs>
1: probably, they probably feel the good energy off it.
0: Um, what if what if we were to? Uh, we're not going to do this, but if we pulled all those kids, and they're not like, not not really feeling anything here. Um. How can, how can we distinguish whether this is a hypothesis that you're creating your, in your mind and something that's actually real and true in reality? Reality is what you make it. Okay
1: So hmm. and, and then maybe going back to maybe you make your own reality. Maybe we all what's true for you maybe not be true for me and vice versa because we have different belief systems and preconditioned mind sets. And maybe we have, maybe, maybe the way that we use our filter, our mind filter to see out the world, mm. and it makes that true for us.
0: Do you think that we, you and I right now, and all those kids are sharing the same reality?
1: At the same time as we are, we're not. Because the, the, what I may see as purple, you may see as green, but we're all here at the same time. We're, we all understand it. we all here. We all share the same reality, but different versions of it.
0: Just a while ago, there were kids standing on the rock Absolutely. and around the rock. Yes, yes. If we were to—and there's actually more kids coming now. Yes. Okay, we got, we got a bunch of kids coming. Yes. If you and I counted up the number of kids that are walking by, and we came up with 12, and you say that there's 12, I say that there's 12, everyone involved here says that there's 12. If I said you know what there's actually 13 but it's demonstrable that there's 12 there. No, like it's
1: it's absolutely everybody we, we agrees.
0: Can't, we count them up and there's 12. Yes. But I'm like you know no 13. Are you saying that I would be just as correct with my stating that there's 13 as everyone else that says that there's 12?
1: Sure. I mean yeah. maybe you you um you have a, a condition that makes you have an invisible friend that you count as 13. <laughs> Maybe but, that's true for you.
0: Hmm. You would give me a pass on saying, no, there's 13. Sure.
1: I mean, um, I, I, would, I would agree with your your reality. I would agree with your opinion almost hmm. of how many kids there are. I wouldn't, you know?
0: How far are you willing to let me run with that? Like, if I said, we need to sacrifice one of those kids on that rock to, to, to prevent an earthquake from destroying San Francisco. <laughs>
1: well, that's, then they would, they, would, they would kind of go into my reality.
0: <laughs> would you stop me from laying one of those kids down on that rock? Yes. Okay.
1: But maybe not the invisible one. <laughs> <laughs> you let me run with that one. <laughs> That's okay. okay. <laughs> but okay. not, not the, the one, yeah, the one, the, the, the kids that we both agree on, maybe not because I that would go against my mm. preconditioned beliefs and what I stand for in this world.
0: So there are some limitations with how far you'll let somebody go with their view that what's true to them is actually true in reality.
1: If you want to put it like that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with, with their, with, with your... Is sun in your eyes? Of, we can, we can
0: pivot a little No, bit.
1: no, yeah, no, I would agree with your um, reality and what you choose to, but if it, obviously it's uh, coming into what I, uh, you know, but believe in as well, and, mm. and it goes against, you know, hurting the kid, suffering, you know, maybe I'm not,
0: you know. Are you telling me that yeah. the only way that it would, it would ruffle your feathers... Is if it impacted you in some way, like you'd be okay with me believing anything I wanted, even things that were not true in, in our reality, our shared reality, um, as long as it didn't affect you.
1: Or the common good, the the of, of, the, of the planet, of the world, of the, mm. of the of the evolution of consciousness. So you taking that kid, yeah. actually in physical reality, mm-hmm. would maybe harm like the consciousness of the planet. Maybe that kid could become great. And it could it could help humanity. Okay. It could in in some way it could it could even you know,
0: but let's say it had some, no it, it had, it had no impact on you feeling. whatsoever. It had no no impact on you whatsoever. Yeah. You'd still be a little bit concerned about my actions and my perception of reality, because it could actually harm other humans.
1: Yeah. I yeah. think so. Yeah. 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 yeah yes. Yeah. It wouldn't affect me any, but I mean, you know, mm-hmm. um, it would maybe harm like the, everybody around us. And I'm all about um, mm. others as well, not me,
0: me, 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 me. One last question. Yes. If it could be shown to your satisfaction that your hypothesis that everything is alive and you're interacting with objects like rocks and that yes. type of thing. Yes. If it could be shown that your hypothesis is actually harmful perhaps to you or to other people who are in this reality, would you take a second look at your hypothesis? Sure, yeah. Hmm.
1: I would absolutely would, yeah. I mean, there's there's only one, in my opinion, there's only one true reality, no matter how many ways you look at it, you go back to it. So even if I maybe reconsider what I'm saying, maybe it'll come back to me in a different way, in a different sense. Maybe I'll understand hmm. it deeper. Hmm. Maybe I'll get maybe I'll be able to take it in more. I'll be able to merge with it better and be able to understand that just a little bit better and yeah. try to become a little more still.
0: Mm-hmm. Would it be disappointing to you in any way if you were to discover that these objects really aren't alive as you've defined them, that they're not full of consciousness, that these are really just inanimate objects? Like, how would that affect your outlook on life if you, if you were to change your view on that? It's just a point of view
1: to me. I mean, it would, it would be just a point of view Mm-hmm. Um,
0: would it sadden you? Would it disappoint you? Would, uh,
1: would life be any different if you were to... To me, it's an unmistakable reality. I mean, it wouldn't... It, wouldn't, it couldn't... Hmm. There's nothing that wasn't
0: quite can... my question, though. I'm kind of wondering, how would your life be any different if you were to think about this conversation? And, okay, okay. And, and, I, six and months... I
1: knew for a fact that everything was dead. Or maybe the rock was dead.
0: You know, let's, let's say you, in six months you come around you're like, you know, I, I'm not really sure rocks and inanimate objects are vibrating and moving and they actually have consciousness and they're alive. Yeah. What I'm wondering is how would this change your outlook? Would, you, would your life be any worse, any better?
1: I think it would be worse. So hmm. because I wouldn't feel the connection that I'm feeling to you now
0: as I'm feeling to the rock. You'd be missing out on connections with objects like rocks.
1: I would be, in fact, missing out on on my interactions with people because when i connect to the rock mm-hmm. i can then take that and i can sit here and i can bring that stillness into our conversation and i don't have to have my mind pew, 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 pew. i can just be here oh. present in this moment
0: are you telling me that your hypothesis that objects like rocks have consciousness and energy and they vibrate is actually allowing you to have better interactions with human beings
1: yes sir yeah i believe so because it's mm. it's it's, be, it's helping me to become more still, and by being more still, mm. I, I can kind of shrink the me, and I can focus on us together. And united mm. we stand. That's what America stands for. And mm. and I th- I th- for me it's it's that. So I'd be very sad if I if I came to a conclusion in six months that they really don't vibrate, and nobody the trees aren't alive,
0: yeah, and
1: yeah. the concrete underneath this, even though it's man-made, is not alive. Because mm. I mean, uh, it would just it would be, it would make my life. Um, a little sadder, a little more vibrant, a little more a little or a less little less vibrant. vibrant. Yeah. It would, you know, it would, it would kind of be like, I yeah. you know, yeah.
0: how would our, I think this is a wonderful reaction, like yeah. interaction that we're both having. Absolutely. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, that. man, me too. What I'm wondering though, is, is how would that discovery that these objects really aren't alive cheapen this moment that we're having right now or any other future interactions that you might have with humans?
1: Maybe it wouldn't, but maybe uh, so. It's like uh, this makes this real. This moment is very real, and it's and it's here now. And it, nothing that can change that. But when we project into the future, you know, and when I say tomorrow, this is going to happen, and I'm that I'm not going to look at these rocks as vibrating and everything is alive, then then it changes. Then then we're going, we're bringing the future into this moment, and then where it changes.
0: Are you saying it's difficult to entertain what the future might be like if you didn't have this view? Is that what you're saying or something else?
1: Well, I'm saying- Is it hard
0: for you to imagine it? Is it hard for you to imagine what your interactions with other people might be like if you didn't think?
1: Well, I've been there. I've been there. I've been, my whole life I haven't, I felt kind of detached. And and once I Ah. came into, once I came into kind of the realization that everything's alive Mm -hmm. and that I'm standing in front of another human being and, and, and we're like, the same we, we we seem so different but yet we're the same hmm. um and that's where i uh that's where that you know that's where how i feel it understand it
0: there was a point in your life where you didn't have this view that other uh, that objects like rocks have consciousness absolutely in along most of my life i didn't most of my life i had how did, it. how did you form it how did you form this view meditation is this, is this a view that you've came up with on your own? Did you hear somebody? Not and, and, Did you discover that this really is the case? I'm kind of curious how you formed so,
1: it. So, I mean, it's, I,
0: I've read books hmm.
1: on, on it. I've read the, site. I've, you know, um, and the modern science now looks at that molecule so deep down and looks at it's actually not, and there's a little space in between. So, when, when you look at uh, the rock, it's actually more free space than it is solid object. so there's this, mm-hmm. in between the molecules it's mm-hmm. it's free space what is that And, and anyway and what binds those molecules together
0: and it seems like you're going further by saying that 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 object as actually has consciousness is vibrating
1: maybe that's what holds those little molecules together like our molecules mm. what, what is it you know that that does that what is it that animates my, that's,
0: that's a my great hand? question
1: but I, I like, ask questions like that so because it interests me, and I don't still have the answer to none of these questions. But I, it's interesting me to me, and, it, and, and by asking these questions, I go one step further to connect to you. I leave the me behind. I came here with a me. Hmm. Now I'm talking to you. Now I'm we. Hmm. Now I can like really open up, and I can and I can connect with you, man. And
0: I love your I love your your honesty and yeah. your comfortableness on this topic with a complete stranger. That's awesome. Yeah. I do yeah. have one more question. Yeah. On. I, no, I actually don't. have to get going, but right on, brother. Yeah. um, I'm wondering about the value that you place on that rock and me standing here in front of you. Are we equally as important to you? Am I more important than the rock? Is the rock more important than me?
1: Well, I can't interact with the rock as much as I can interact with you because we're more on the same frequency. The rock is still alive. It's got consciousness that is at a different frequency to me and I can get the stillness from it and I can get the stillness from you as well. But it's just, I, I mean, you're more important to me than the rock. You know, I think for mm. me, for mm. me, because it's just. Different, different frequencies, and I can interact with you maybe, maybe more than I can with the rock. You know, I can still interact with the rock some, mm. but not to certain, not only to a certain extent. To me, we can share ideas. Mm-hmm. You can, we can contribute to each other's points of view. We can make the world a better place mm. and stuff like that. You know, and the rock is just sitting there mm-hmm. still alive. And it's just like. You know, it's just at a different frequency. It's just at a different, I mean, vibe. It's got a different vibe, you know. The, so.
0: Okay. Well, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah. And that was awesome. I yeah, really man. appreciate your time. Thank I'm you, going to give you a card. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And thank it, you, y- if you come to the trail a lot and you yeah. see me out mm-hmm. here again, mm-hmm. I'd love to have another conversation. Yes. Yeah, thank There's you, my card. And this is a magnet with uh, street epistemology Jeez, on it. Bro. So you can look into tomorrow what I'm doing. Yeah. And that was really that's cool.
1: was the, the first time I've, I've heard of that, Brian. I'm going to look it up, dude. Yeah. And like yeah, so
0: is this the first time that you've you've discussed this view that you have with somebody?
1: As, as detailed, maybe yes. Yeah. Okay, I've had talks with like, you know, friends and but but people you mm. don't ask questions like you have. They don't really. And, and it's like challenging me ooh do you really how do you see that and so I'm answering questions to myself now when you're asking me questions so it's like cool hmm. I appreciate you man
0: that's the deal yeah dude, All right. thank you so much man that was uh, really cool yeah. my name's Anthony and I Anthony. hope to see you around Peter Anthony yeah bro yeah okay yeah,
1: it's good to see you thanks yeah. for the water man Yeah. you want
0: another one I'm about ready I'm to go i
1: actually I have one in my car okay Um, it's good to meet you Anthony keep doing what you're doing brother alright yeah man I
0: appreciate you <laughs> thank you Yeah. see ya
1: Hello, Anthony. It's Peter from the park. I just wanted to say I hope I helped with your research. And if there's anything else I can do to further help your studies, let me know, as I'd love to do it. We need more people like you in our world. Thank you.
0: Street epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Boghossian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.